let's talk about why you need to stop thinking like a detailer and why that's affecting your business. This is the Detailing Business Class Podcast. And a quick note to let you know that tomorrow I'm opening up enrollment into my online marketing course, SEO for Detailers. This course teaches you everything you need to rank your website on the first page of Google. Literally everything I've learned over the last eight plus years of doing SEO, I put it into this course. So why do you want to rank on the first page of Google? This is called SEO, Search Engine Optimization. And when you rank on the first page of Google, you literally put yourself in front of hundreds and depending on where you live, thousands of searches per month where people are looking for detailers in your area. So if you're in Austin, you'd want to rank for keywords like Austin Auto Detailing, Austin Car Detailing, Austin Paint Correction. So if you're interested in that, you can check the links down below and sign up for the waiting list and the course will open up tomorrow. Okay, now let's go into this episode. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Thank you for stopping by on this little podcast here and listening in to another episode. Today, we're talking about how to stop or why you need to stop thinking like a detailer. Um, I don't think I've really done like a, a an episode or video on this specific topic. I kind of usually mention it offhand or on my Instagram lives or, or stories on Instagram. So we're going to dedicate this topic to, again, a lot of the things that I, I, I talk about are more like big picture things. Um, so this is one of those other things of like changing the way you look at yourself and your business will have a dramatic impact on your ability to make money, grow your business, and ultimately have a better life for yourself. Because the way I look at marketing is if you know how to market your business, you're more in control of your business and life, right? Because obviously, if you're making right now $3,000 a month in your detailing business, and then you get the skills, the knowledge, the, the, the game plan to then increase that from 3000 to 7000 you now have more money for your business to invest into more tools, products, training, and also you just get to pay yourself more. You're able to buy more things. And if you're able to go from 7000 to 14000 you just keep on compounding your growth and the money and just resources that you have. So to me, like a, a deeper meaning understanding of what marketing is, is like it helps you control how you grow your business, which in return helps you have a better life for yourself, right? Because like I'm, I, I get, over the last few episodes, I've been referring to this a bit more of like on the agency side, right? When I used to work at, at marketing agencies, it would be like, you can clearly see that when a client would come to us, if we solve this problem, these other things happen in a good way because of that, right? Like Hey, if, if you guys are able to, if I'm able to grow to this much, I'm able to go and get this new thing or expand in this way or hire these many people or pay these, you know, pay more to these employees. So like it has a very direct correlation to if you know how to market your business, you're able to make more money, which then in return, you're able to do more things with that money. Am I recording? I am recording. Um, so like being in control of your marketing is being in control of your business, which is being in control of your life. That's why I'm not a big fan or at least not when it's not necessary to outsource the marketing because you are you are at the mercy of always paying money to someone to grow your business and you are never in control of the levers to grow your business right it's always oh let me let me pay someone to control those levers to grow my business it's never hey let me learn how to control these levers myself and push and pull where needed 
to make more money, right? Um, so anyways, that was like a preface to this episode. Um, as usual, if you're watching this on YouTube, I have my uh, Asana iPad here next to me, and I will look at the notes and then expand on those. So um, even though we already kind of got started, I'm already like two minutes, in, two minutes in, let's go ahead and get started on this episode. So uh, thinking like a detailer will limit your potential. Uh, you're only seeing your business and growth through one perspective. So when I say think like a detailer is, look, the obvious thing is that you started a detailing business because you like detailing. And because of that, you want to go and get customers to offer detailing services, right? So it's a very singular focused thing. Like I'm a detailer, so I started a detailing business to offer detailing services. And when you have that one view, that one, you know, vantage point, that one perspective, that one storyline to look at, you are oblivious to many, many, many other things. And look, most people in most trades, trades as far as like detailing, HVAC, or any, you know, kind of more so any any uh, service-based business, you, you can say so. So like landscaping, um, you know, uh, I don't know, pool installation, uh, roofers, contractors, things like that. Most of them are in the same situation, right? So again, like it, it's not like this is just detailers. It's not just a, a, a detailing thing. Most carpenters, most roofers, most electricians, most mechanics, most HVACs, most pest control uh, specialists, most uh, dog groomers, pet groomers, they fall into this dilemma where they have a singular focus on what they do and that's what they do, the technical part of things, right? How to groom a pet or how to, you know, groom a dog, how to, you know, fix a, an electrical problem in a room, how to install, you know, a pool, how to, you know, um, redesign a, a, a lawn or something, right? That's what they do. And a lot of them aren't able to look at their business and say, okay, if I want to go from make up whatever number you want, 2000 a month, 17000 a month, 35000 a month, how do I go from there and, you know, go to 10000 a month, $25,000 a month, $50,000 a month? Like they don't know what to look at or what to do in their business to push those levers to increase their lead flow, increase their revenue, and to grow their business. Like most people don't know how to do that. So when you're looking at your business and you're just a detailer, you don't see, oh, so I, I can go, I can grow on that platform. A platform meaning like TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, whether that means Google ads, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, whether that means organic search, like search engine optimization. Like you don't look at things as a marketer would and say, oh, I can capitalize on that and I, and I can grow through there. Oh, actually, they just released this new feature. I should actually jump on this right now because I can see the potential for my local business. A lot of you guys are just saying, okay, so I'm a detailer, so I need to focus on detailing. So let me go on YouTube and watch detailers. Let me get on Facebook groups and join detailing groups. Let me go and get, you know, certified in detailing by this detailer in another state. Let me go and really hone in my detailing skills. And I don't get me wrong, is that you have to be a great technician. You have to have great skills. You have to know what to do. But that's still only a small portion of the overall puzzle of what you have to figure out because you could be the best detailer in your area. You could be certified by three different places. You could have the group has and all the nice polishers and, and, and products and everything. But if you don't know how to push and pull the, the right levers to grow your business, it does not matter how good you are. Right. And, and the truth is a, that's like, a, like, mo, like if you're, if you're an average detailer, like a quality average detailer. I'm not saying like you just wash cars. Like if you're like a, a just like I, I I don't want to say most of the detailers that follow me on Instagram, 
they're all like pretty good detailers, right? I'm not going to say any of them are the best, but I'm saying most of them are pretty good detailers. Good enough to where if they clean an interior, if they correct the vehicle, if they code a vehicle, if they clean an engine, the customer is going to be 9 out of 10 happy. So it's better to be an average detailer, right? Which means you're still offering exceptional services. Your results are fantastic. It's still that part. But it's, it's better to be an average detailer with a strong marketing channel that's generating a consistent flow of quality leads on a daily basis versus the best detailer in your area that no one can absolutely top off, pause, and you have no marketing, right? Because if you're looking at, at, at the customer's scale of happiness, right? If you're a 7 out of 10 detailer, right, as far as skill level and such, that will get the customer 10 out of 10 results, right? Now, if you're a 10 out of 10 detailer, that might get only an 8 out of 10 results for the customer. So you putting this much time and effort in, this much time and effort in, I'm, I, for those that are just listening on, on the podcast, I'm, 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 I'm separating my hands to, to show how much effort, effort you're putting in. Um, if you're putting in this much more effort into getting better and better as a detailer, it's only yielding you a little bit of results versus not spending all that time. Hopefully that's making sense. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm doing a lot better diagram with my hands. Um, so it's like, you don't need to just like overstress about like, well, I have to be like the absolute best of the best. It's like, it's great to be the best that you can be, but there is a hundred percent a limit to that. And again, like it depends on the customers that you bring and like who, you know, the type of service that you offer. Like if you are more of the, the concourse detailer that gets those $2,000, $3,000, $5,000 job that you hold the car for, you know, a week, that's a different level of average detailer, right? Than someone that primarily focuses on like interior cleanings, right? So when I'm saying this, like fit what I say average to your style of what average means, right? Like if, again, like if you're a concourse detailer, you could be an average concourse detailer and that's good enough, right? So don't, don't think like, oh, you could just, you know, you don't have to care about the result. No. So the, the, the offering amazing results and being a great detail, that's still like the baseline of what you're doing. Um, so, the, but the fact that I'm saying is whether you're a concourse detailer, you're a volume car wash, you just focus on interiors. If you don't know how to look at your business, how to diagnose the problems, how to say, hey, uh, in three months, we want to be making $17,000 a month now. Here's the game plan. Here's what we're going to do. Let's mon- let, let's like keep track of our progress and every week we're going to see how we're doing. If you can't do that, you're not in control of your business, which then in return means you're not in control of your life because you don't know what to do to say, I want to make more money. I want to have more opportunities. I want to have more resources. I want to get um, hire someone, right? Um, it's like you're just, you're just not in control of that, right? So it's like just being a detailer limits you a lot, Right. That's why I say you have to think like a marketer. You have to become a marketer. You can you can love detailing all you want. Spend all the time you want working on 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 honing your skills and and going to training. But if you're spending 20 hours a week getting better, spend 60 hours a week learning how to market. Right. So, you know, if you're spending 40 hours a week detailing, like becoming a better detailer, that's great. Now spend 80 hours a week becoming a marketer. Right. And and I, I distinctly separate. Like obviously working on customers' vehicles versus getting better at detailing or or focus in on the detailing industry are two different things, right? Because obviously working on customers' vehicles, that's how you make money done. I'm saying aside from that, like after you're done working on customers' vehicles and you're spending your time 
on Facebook groups or on YouTube watching other detailers or on Instagram watching other detailers. Like that's where I'm saying you should be spending your time on marketing. Obviously, you have to go and detail customer vehicles. Like that's that's a given. So I'm not I'm not I'm not focused on on those hours. Although that is an entirely different topic that we can get into about why that's also a problem. Um. So yeah. So the the. The thing that I do with the with my podcast, with the videos, uh, and especially the my like SEO for detailers, my online course, is that I want you to be, I want you to act and think more like a marketer. Like when someone you know asks, like, "Hey, how do I, you know, grow my business?" Whatever. It's like, man, like you have to. It takes years of experience. Like it, it's a, it's a slow process to where like you have to start from ground zero, right? Like you have to understand what marketing is, like dive into marketing, dive into, you know, what all these keywords are, what these terms are, what is this, what is that, what is email marketing versus SEO versus Google ads versus Facebook ads versus, you know, like how does this business grow and how does that business grow and, you know, what are they doing and how are they doing? Like, like look at your business through a marketer's uh, uh, lens to just be able to have that skill set. Um, so like my, my goal with the courses and such is like, I want to, I, I don't, I don't only want to tell you how to do things, but it's like, why are you doing this? Look at all these other, look at these other businesses and look at how they're doing it. And this is how you should look at it in this perspective, because like, I want you, I want you to have the tools to like, you know, three years from now, be able to still have those skills to pull those levers. Right. Um, so it's like, that's why I, I, I highly encourage everyone to learn it themselves, to go and, and watch YouTube videos, read books, read blog posts, like hire someone, hire a coach, hire someone, hire a consultant, um, not an agency, but like someone that will help you out with it because you have to have these skills. Like you have to have these marketing. I cannot stress this enough. As a local business owner running a detailing business, you have to have these skills because if you're going to be in business for five years, seven years, 12 years, 18 years, 25 years, you have to be in control of your business. And even if at some point you get to that point where you can actually outsource the marketing work, which there's definitely a time and place to do that, you have to know what's going on, right? So a big problem is like when you're first getting into marketing, you're like, oh, I don't have time to learn all this. Let me go pay someone to do it. Now, how do you know if they're doing it right? How do you know if they're doing it the right way? How do you know that those results are actually the proper results? If you have no context whatsoever other than what that agency or what that person is telling you, Right. So like for me, um, if I hire someone to, I don't know, say anything, do my SEO, uh, run our Google ads, run our Instagram ads, um, redo our website. Um, I'm trying to think what else. If I have anyone else do that, I know clear cut exactly one, what my goal is, what I expect from them, what they're going to do. And then whenever they talk to me about it, I have a 100 percent clear mind saying, OK, that makes sense. Or, oh, I don't really like that. Can we do this? But it's in a more like thorough understanding of what's going on versus you have no context, you have no knowledge, you have no hindsight or insight to what they're doing. And whatever they say, you say, okay, that's good because you don't know what they're doing. And on that same note, if you don't know what they're doing and you're saying, well, I don't really like that. It's like, so how do you know if that's a right decision that you're making? Because like on the agency side, right? It's like a lot of times, like a big headache when running a marketing agency is the clients not understanding how the platform works or how something, how something should be done. So if, if I'm saying on the, on the agency side, Hey, like we're going to run Google ads for these keywords at this budget and here are the results or here's what we're expecting. 
And they're like, oh, no, 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 I don't want to do that. Let's do all this. And it's like, that's that's not going to work. Like, I, I've gone through this plenty of times. Like, I have the experience. Like, this is not going to work. But because the owner is paying the bills, as far as, like, the, the agency and such, and that's what they want, you're going to oblige to what they're, they, what they're kind of, you know, requesting because it's their business and that's, how, that's what they want to do. And it's like, why are you paying this agency money for their experience and expertise when you're still just going to be like, no, 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 let's do this. It's like, we're going to do that because you are paying us to do it for you. And if that's what you want, even though we recommended this, but that's what you want, we're going to do it. But, you know, like that's the downside. So it's like if you don't have the knowledge or experience or anything to like understand what's happening, you don't know if you're doing a good or bad call. Right. And it's like, do you want it? you can't run your business like that forever. Again, like if you're, if you're doing this for, for, for five years, seven years, 10 years, if you're doing it for that long, you like, it is in your best interest to have that skill set. And yes, it takes a long time. Like, yes, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a lifelong skill that you want to acquire as far as like, if you're still running a business, obviously if you stop running your business and you go get a day job, it might not be as important to you anymore. But if you're in business for five years, eight years, like if you're going to be in business for five years, eight years, 20 years, well, then it is in your absolute best interest to be like, okay, yeah, I, I, you know, you need to learn that because you will apply that knowledge for the next 10 years, right? Like, so you spend a, a year and a half learning everything that you can about marketing to then apply that for the next eight years. Like, that's a pretty good trade-off if you ask me. Um... So when so how, so how, so specifically how does that work? So, um, like you have platforms like Google Ads, uh, which is paid ads. You have um, search engine optimization, which is organic. You have Facebook ads. Well, Facebook, Instagram ads because Facebook uh, owns Instagram. So if you're going to run Instagram ads, that's through the Facebook um, platform. Um, Pinterest, Pinterest ads, YouTube, YouTube ads, and the way you learn this is like you literally just learn and read everything about it and everything is its own platform right like the way that you post on tiktok is different than what you post on instagram and like you have to learn those those platforms or the way you run ads on google is much different than how you run ads on facebook and instagram which is much different than how you run ads on youtube right it's like each one is its own platform and it they does each platform deserve the respect and attention that it requires to get the best results, right? Common, common question is, how do I get the best results out of XYZ platform? Out of Google ads, out of Facebook ads, out of YouTube, out of a website, out of search engine optimization. It says, like, how do you get the best results? By learning everything about it, by going deep into everything that you can to understand and optimize everything about that campaign. Like a lot of people just want to throw $20 here, a hundred bucks here. Oh, it, it, it didn't work. Yeah, you didn't put the work for it to work, you know? Like, you can't expect these, like, amazing results when you put little to no effort into it, right? I mean, I, again, like, on the agency side, as as fun as marketing is, the biggest headache is, like, dealing with clients. And, again, like, when someone, like, a client might say, hey, so, like, you know, how long is it going to take to get results? It's like, well, you know, if you're running Google ads and you're spending 800 bucks a month, that's good, but it's still going to take three to four months for this campaign to really start humming and, and, and producing results. And like, ah, that's too long, man. We need results right now. We're going to go ahead and cancel. It's like, then when are you going to do, like, when will you get the proper results if you're not going to give it time? The patience, like, like if you're, if you're running Google ads and, or any ads, really, and you're spending money on a monthly basis, like, of course, you want the results now because you're, you're spending money. You want to see things happen now, happen now. But it's like, 
the the results that you get from the first month from the results that you get from the fourth month are different results and they'll be fine-tuned but you know um maybe your cost per lead your cost per acquisition will go down on the third month versus the first month because you've given that campaign time to run to gather data to, to tweak and optimize it but if you're like oh hey man it's been like three weeks and we haven't like we've only landed three customers so what's going on it's like that's just a bad mindset to have because everything takes time everything like even if you're running you know, if you're doing SEO at the same time and Google ads at the same time and Instagram at the same time, it's like those all are all going to take time to, 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 to build it and compound. Um, and that's another thing, like, you know, I, in the beginning phases, I would say just focus on one thing and learn that one thing as best as you can. And once that thing is up and running and you're at $8,000, $10,000 per month, then from there, go move on to something else. Like for us, I didn't think about running Google ads. Like my whole game plan was always let me rank on the first page of Google for all these keywords, right? Let me make sure we're, we're on the first page of Google. And then from there, let me stack on top of that Google ads. That way now I can be on the first page of Google organically and then we can run ads and I can be on the uh, on the ad section. So now there's two links of mine on the first page of Google for multiple keywords. And it's like, that's a strategy I ran. And like, I didn't worry about ads. I didn't touch ads. I didn't, I didn't do anything as far as actually implementing it because like I knew what I was doing as far as a strategy I wanted to run. I was still learning it on the back end. I was still listening to podcasts or read uh, blog posts or, or watch YouTube videos about ads, but I didn't actually like put money into it until it was like, hey, okay, like I, I feel like we're, we're good with our SEO side. Let's start uh, adding another channel here. Um, because like, if you're like, oh, well, I'm doing Instagram and, and, and SEO and, and Google ads, it's like, each one of those things is its own platform. It's its own discipline. It, it requires its own set of skills. So, when, like, even when someone's like, "Hey, like, I'm I'm gonna do SEO, but I'm also gonna I'm also gonna run Google Ads in the meantime," it's like, you you better put in all the time and effort that you can to make sure both those things are are running properly because those are its own two separate set of skills that you need in order for it to make it work. Like, it just it's 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 gonna take time. It's effort. It's hard work. But like. That's the point of, of, of being a business owner. Like you signed up for this. You signed up to run a business. You signed up to make your own money. And with that comes a lot of responsibilities. One of which is become the marketer. And, you know, like, I mean, to me, I obviously love and enjoy and, and you know, have a blast marketing. Um, and like, to me, obviously, like, I'm always on the computer. I type. Like, I, I love like everything tech related. Like that's, you know, I obviously enjoy doing that. And if you don't enjoy, if you're not like a, a, a computer person, um, you know, it's like, what, you know, what do you want, what do you want me to tell you? You know, it's like, you want to be in business for 10 years, but you don't want to spend the time to, to learn these, these, these new skills and such. It's like, well, you know, what can I tell you at that point? Other than it's only going to get more competitive out there and more and more people are going to get better at using a phone or using a computer and being able to market more efficiently. And if you're like, no, 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 well, I don't want to worry about that. It's like, all right, well, you know, there's that one story, something about a horse and water, you know? So where am I at? 22 minutes? Uh, let me see here if I have any other questions. Uh, I mean, any other uh, notes? Because I kind of went on a, I kind of missed most of my notes. I just, I just started talking. Um, that's fine. So I can apply. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'll go ahead and end it right there, actually. Um, my last little note here that I could talk about was that, like, like for me, um, which is why if you watched the last podcast episode, I mentioned um, that I'm going to start ranking another website on the first page of Google. This one's going to be a mobile mechanic. And the reason why I want to do that is to one, just show you guys like, like to separate detailing It's like, look, if you know how to market a business, you can grow a business. So I'm going to step away from detailing, not, not step, but as far as like what I usually talk about, 
and I do a series where now I will rank a mobile mechanic business on the first page of Google and show you like, look, now it's on the first page. Now look, their phone's ringing. Now look, they're actually making money. Just to show you guys, it's like, look, it's not just about detailing. If you know how to market your business, you can apply that to any business, any local business at that um, because it's the same principles, same concepts. Like, like my course, SEO for Detailers, which again opens up this Friday. Um, you can you can put SEO for detailers, SEO for mechanics, SEO for um, you know pet groomers, SEO for uh, chiropractors, because it's the same principles, same concept, same strategies. It's just for what market that you're doing it for. That's literally it. So now I'll go ahead and end the episode right here. Again, this Friday um, I'm, or tomorrow, I'm opening up enrollment into my online course, SEO for Detailers. If you want to get on the waiting list, just check the show notes. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, check the description box down below. And you can also find everything else, like the ultimate guide to start your detailing business. You can check out um, my YouTube channel, my Instagram, whatever you want. It's all going to be down in the description box or show notes. So thank you, everybody. And I'll talk to everyone on the next one. Bye-bye.